We have an awesome show for you guys today. The greatest defender of all time. Good news for the sport. Welcome to the John and Rick Show, brought to you by Horse Trailer Pros. And uh, one thing I want to say before we get rolling here, Rick, is just a huge thank you to Horse Trailer Pros. I feel like we start every segment saying it's brought to everybody by Horse Trailer Pros, but I want to make sure everybody watching understands what that means. They're amazing. They make this all happen. And uh, we couldn't have the podcast without Horse Trailer Pros. Plus, they do an awesome job looking after all of our stuff. You know, it's interesting. I just took my trailer there today. Uh, Matt, you know, was waiting for me along with Max and they came out and I told him all the things I needed done. He's super organized. The new place looks amazing. It's like spotless, but yet there's tons of trailers getting work on. Um, And yeah, y'all need to take your trailers to them, get the services done, anything that's broken, they can fix it. Uh, Matt and Max are there to help you out along with all their staff. So it's uh, great that they are our sponsor of the show. Yeah, they're awesome. Um, And just staying a little bit on that theme before we get rolling into what's happened and what's about to happen. um, We are in Land Rover Kentucky week. And we we do have some of our sponsors at Land Rover. We have Jump for Joy there. They have a booth set up. So please, everybody go check out Jump for Joy at Land Rover. They've got their jumps there. They're awesome. You can take stuff home with you from Land Rover and be ready to jump it. I guarantee you they got really good stock in in and then rick you have a box of t-shirts you're taking up there right for uh, I, do. I love my horse i do and a banner sweet you got the banner i got the banner oh man guys this getting this banner has been an ordeal and uh, joel designed this beautiful banner for us so we can like look like a legitimate business um and we're gonna hang it at i love my horse which was actually i love my horse's idea and so that is where you guys are gonna go you're gonna get these t-shirts and you are going to go get autographs. The person with the most autographs, or maybe the person first with the most autographs, because I think this is going to be a pretty cool competition, is going to be able to come on the show and be on for a segment. And Rick, I will tell you, I was talking with uh, Kinsey and Jessa Lux from Ride IQ today, and they heard about the t-shirt thing, and they are busting their tails to get there to get the t-shirts because they want in on this competition. So That's awesome. Yeah, Rod IQ is in the house on this one, which is pretty cool. And then um, and a shout out to James and his company for doing the t-shirts. Yes. We appreciate it. Yes. Um, and, so if you guys, I, they do, he does all our t-shirts, right? So that's uh, James that's Cook, James. right? Cook, right? James Cook, yep. Yep. And um, he does all of our t-shirts. So if you guys need any t-shirts, it is Dana Cook's husband, James. Um, he he is always bouncing around at the horse shows. You will always see him in his shorts, following his wife and, and videoing. He's a cool guy. and He does a really good job. Actually, he did this hat too. There you go. And he does he does all my stuff. He does all your stuff. Um, great guy. So yep. he's the uh, t-shirt man for sure. Um, so Rick, you are just about to head out the door up to Kentucky, but we did just get done down here in Florida at the... Florida Horse Park, uh, what is it, the Ocala International, and one the one that you were just, John, we got to sing your accolades, you and your Jack, my, just, just my style. There's another one, I think Justine Dutton had one that said, yeah. that was something close. Yeah, yeah Jack, my style. On polo, yeah, you were right. amazing, and you finished on your dressage score. Yeah, man, 27.1, he was awesome. And he was second. You almost clenched it. I know. I was trying to be a good sport and not like stare down Caroline as she was going in the ring and like give her a little something because, you know, I wanted to win. But she didn't seem. Caroline is not one to be intimidated. So it wouldn't have worked. You know, she's on her interview. So everybody stay on all the way. She's the last um, interview. And she, um, you know, she had three horses in the. So we're going to go ahead and talk about our pal, right? Yeah. So we're talking about the three long. Uh, Caroline Martin won it on HSH Connor. Yep. Um, she was fifth on HSH Blake, and she was seventh on King Esperiel, something like that. That's impressive. Um, well, I just, I do remember that because I interviewed her, but I watched her and she, Chris Barnard's course was not easy. No. That show jump course had only six double clears, you yeah. and Briggs being two of the six. Go Briggs. Uh, 
Leslie Law had had one, and I don't know all the others. But my point was, she went out there on two um, before Connor, and she had uh, she had rails. And Caroline doesn't have rails, right? Right. She has really good show jumps. It was a tough course, and you know, she in her interview she said, "I feel like I'm under a lot of pressure." She's really trying to buy for the Pan Am Games. Yeah. Um, and so. You know, she was out there doing the three longs and, you know, she went in there and she had a show jump clear, but she was a second over with a 0.4 added, but she had a pretty good distance. Yeah, she had, I think, seven points. So she had basically a rail and a bit, um, which was funny. I was talking to Caden, right? And that's my son. So I was talking to Caden and uh, he was saying, because he he works at the horse park and sets the show jumps. He's an amazing volunteer. Yeah, he's a good he's a good kid. We like him. Um, so he was watching Caroline's round, and of course he's cheering for his dad. And so he said to me, they announced her clear, and he was like, Oh, okay. And then they go, Oh, wait, hold on a minute. There was time. And he thought, Oh, maybe dad's got it. And I I knew <laughs> I'm like it would have to be a lot of time. There is no way she had seven, seven time penalties and show jumping, but um good for caroline she uh i mean i was she worked hard she's been working hard and well and she didn't win it by luck like she what got a 22 in the dressage and correct finished on that plus a time penalty that's well three horses in the top 10 i think the field started out of the close to 50 horses you know that was a big three long field uh but yeah back to you um really proud (laughs) of you and i (laughs) i know polo has been um experiencing some things as look john you know this you know elisa you know all of us we all we all have things you go forward with and you go back and you go forward you go back and you know i know you were like throwing your hands up but boy he looks fantastic and what a good job you did well i appreciate that i i do love the horse obviously i bought him actually i bought him from jamie McAllister uh, because i love the horse and he's such an athlete and I'll tell you what, just a little quick segue, and then we can get on to Kentucky. We were doing, so I was struggling with polo a little bit with the ditches, right? right. Um, and just being generally understanding and brave enough on the cross country, because he is a show jumper. He's bred to be a show jumper. And as I was struggling with this, and you might remember this interview, we had Will Coleman on, and he was talking about chin tonic. And yep. I asked him, this was one of the first times we had Will on. And I said, so are you not worried about the gallop? on chin tonic because he's quite warm blood. And he said, well, if I have thoroughbreds, I spend time teaching them to do dressage. So chin tonic does dressage really well, but he doesn't gallop great naturally. So I'm going to spend time teaching him how to gallop. And that made me kind of scratch my head and think, well, that makes all kinds of sense because when I get ready for an event with most of my horses, because I rode mostly thoroughbred horses growing up, the last jump school that I would do before an event, I would show jump because you want to make sure that they're jumping well and they're jumping in good shape and their technique is good. So typically my last school before an event would be maybe a little bit of coursework, but a lot of gymnastics. And I started thinking about that. I'm like, well, why am I doing that on polo? He's a good show jumper. What he needs to do is work on cross country. And I'm fortunate enough that I have cross country here on my farm. So I changed my whole program around the last sort of almost 12 months, certainly this last six months. And instead of having a show jump school, that last jump school or the last two jump schools, my horse goes out and he does cross country and it's not a big cross country school. He works on the stuff he needs to work on and it has made all the difference in the world. And I'm a little bit like embarrassed that I didn't think of that sooner. Um, But you got to work on the stuff they're not good at. And for him, it was, he needed to get understanding the cross country exercises and it's made all the difference in the world. And we'll see, I think he's ready to make the move up here soon and this later this year, and hopefully it'll uh, keep going. Yeah. And great owners for him, right? Chuck yep, McGrath. Got team Rebecca and Chuck McGrath and Megan Ritchie. And That's you know, it's, we're, um, we're very fortunate. So. Um, well, I, I say congratulations. And again, you know, um, that's me dinging. Sorry. Uh, no, you're but good. Ocala was um, it was a tough, tough one. I don't remember in April being this dry. Oh man! Um, and so, you know, 
kudos to uh, the ground for keeping those sprinklers going and trying to do their best to keep that ground from, you know, being hard. Yeah. Um, Jay Hambly and Tommy Neneman killed themselves trying to get that as good as they could. And to be honest, it wasn't as good as you would want, but it was as good as I think anybody could have made it. So good for them. And thanks to them. And I, I, I agree with you. I know our two Briggs had two in the three um, and they came off just feeling great. And, and so we felt good about that. Um, but, you know, all in all, it's, it's, you know, it's a, it feels like you're there forever. Yeah. <laughs> you get there when you get yeah. there. Um, but, you know, we got through it. Everybody was doing great. I'm really proud of you and Briggs. Briggs had a clear show jump round on yeah, the black Briggs was awesome. Then his little pony tried, she wanted to have a clear round and she would have, if he just wouldn't have got down the he line just got sucked in on that one line, just slid inside a little bit. Yeah, it was, was too bad. Unfortunate. So the winner, right another big winner. I think you mentioned her. Um, she's been trying really hard. She's a good friend of ours. She's uh, who owned Polo. Jamie McAllister winning the dance. On yeah, man. Army Ranger. Another Jamie. Girl, right? Yep. So, you know, I, I think she's such a cool girl, and her husband's awesome. He fixed bikes and um, actually fixed both of our bikes at Ocala. Yeah, mobile is it mobile cycle fix? Mm-hmm. And let me yep. tell you, our bikes were a disaster. And that yeah, man just too. smiled and just did it. And he just dropped one off today. He's really good. But yeah, Jamie, I'm his number one customer for sure. I break my bike all the time. But Jamie's been trying really hard. You know, it's frustrating. It's or is frustrating. You know, and. Um, she put it all together. And so congratulations to her. Um, I know Absolutely. off the top of my head who for short winner was uh, another lovely woman, uh, Sharon White on Klaus, Klaus 63 or something like yep. that. Uh, yeah, that's right. Gone back and forth with uh, any news that you can recall off the top of your head? Who was the two star winner? Uh, that was Mr. Leslie Law. He was, ah. I believe he was first and second in the two star and yep. uh, he dominated that division from start to finish. So good for Leslie. Yeah, it's too bad he popped off. I think he was in first, second, third, and fourth going into uh, cross country after dressage. And, uh, oh, you know, what I do, I was trying to pull up scores and I pulled up ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> so he was good, you know, and, and as Mrs. Law says, you know, statistically, Statistically, it's kind of tough to keep four all right there, right? I yep. mean, statistically, it's it's a tough sport. And so good on him for keeping first and second. And I know he popped off one of them, but, you know, he was fine. Um, but things happen like that in our sport, right? Yep, um, absolutely. And uh, he got it done. So good for Leslie. And before, and I, we're, uh, be- before we move on to Kentucky, which we got to spend some time on, um, just quick shout out because Adelaide just happened as well. And I don't have any information other than we should just say that Shane Rose won it. Uh, he did. Yeah. We actually watched some of that. I didn't watch the five star, I watched the three star, but back to, as we close out Ocala, um, I want to give a shout out to Ben Noonan. Um, he's a, a good kid that works hard and has a new horse over from Europe street fighter. And it, thank God we have them clips. You know, yep. he, he was jumping in open oxer. I think there's just a miscommunication and, and they both went down, but they're both perfectly fine. I think Ben had a little uh, collarbone issue, but the horse is, is great. And all yeah, his do- collarbone was, I, I saw the x-ray, the collarbone was frag- frangible as well. <laughs> so. so yeah, but kudos to the frangibles because I think we are seeing more and more often. I think Mary Bess Davis is another one that had a frangible at Carolina. Um, she's recovering from some C6 and C7 damage, but if that, those, those, uh, frangibles wouldn't have gone, I think we'd be having a different story. So kudos to you and all the work everybody's doing on safety clips and them's clips. I, I think it's starting to work. And I was watching badminton has their first tables on MEMS. So um, that's a great thing. Yeah, absolutely. Good that's good news. That's good news. So, uh, as we go into, Kentucky coverage here. This is the week. I will say, I don't know if you noticed, I am wearing my Fox covert hat. I got yep. this when I rode with Jimmy and I thought yeah. it seemed fitting to wear the Jimmy Wofford hat the week of Kentucky. I probably will bring it along. And one thing, I don't know, that was kind of cool. This is all how old this hat is. 
I rode with Jimmy when I did my first three star. And that's when he sent me this hat. It would be now four star. So I jumped around Fair Hill. Um, that's amazing. He, actually, it wasn't my first one. My first one when I rode with him. And so he would send you a hat with the stars on it of the level that you had ridden to. Oh, my God. And I always thought that, that was a very is, cool idea. When is his, his memorial? They're having a memorial at Kentucky. Um, I should know that. And I, yeah, I'm not apologize. sure. I should know that, too. Um, I think it's Wednesday. Uh, but no, everybody at time. Kentucky, just keep your ears and eyes open. They are going to be doing a memorial for him. Uh, we all need to gather and, and pay our respects to this great man for our sport. And Absolutely. We all, he touched he touched all of us. So uh, do you have the entry list for Kentucky? Of course not. I don't come prepared. I don't either. So that's me um, unprepared as well. I can, I can tell you um, this is the first Kentucky that has a CSI. I think that's what they call it. Um, that's a FEI show jump caliber um, night. So that's going on. So we have the four short, which has, I think, 48 to 50 horses in it, somewhere like that. Yeah, uh, so I've got the, the I've got the list here for the five star. Um, yep. So I'm not going to go through everybody, but just I'll run no. through some things of note. So Buck is the first out. He's number one on Errol Gobi. Um, we've got Will Faudry in there, who we've had on the show on Mama's Magic Way. Phillips there with Z. Um, Boyd's got Contessa. And then you've got Liz Halliday. Obviously, she's on De Niro Z and I'm probably a couple others. Tammy's made the trip out. Um, Woods Boffman. Um, all right, then we've got foreign riders. We've got Sandra Offarth is in. Um, Kirsty, I'm going to massacre this. I'm sorry. Kirsty Chabert from Great Britain is there. Lauren Nicholson has Landmarks Monte Carlo. Got Tom McEwen. You got Jesse Phoenix. Zara has made the trip over. Zara Tyndall. Um, awesome. And what are who are our rook rookies? I know we've got um, we got your guy. We got Zach, but he's tech. I mean, he's a Rolex first timer, but he did go to Maryland. Um, yeah, but he got defense ten. Let's let's count. It. Let's call him the rookie. Okay, that's fair. Um, I don't know who the rookies are. I just see Boyd's here again. Jacob Jacob's done the five star before, right? Yeah, but I don't think Jacob's done in the five star. He's in the four short. He's in the four short. Okay. Yeah. So it's interesting. So, I don't, there's a so I think, like, I look down this list, and I'm going to just make my pick here. You can, probably can't do it because you're. I can make um, it just from what you said. So my pick for the winner, and this won't be a surprise to you, is going to be Will Coleman. And I'm going to even pick the horse, it's going to be off the record. That's a good pick. Um, I'm going with Tammy Smith. Yep, that's a great pick. And my bomb. Yep. All right. So what are we betting? Uh, a dinner. Okay. Deal. But if hold on, here's the only catch. If I win, Briggs is cooking dinner. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I mean, I can cook but not as good as he I, I know but it brings us pretty awesome. Um, okay, cool. That's cool. it. So, so the, in the four short, you know, we got uh, a, a lot of people. We got Elisa Wallace on Rincon Corsair. We have Danny Mogel on her 20 year old thoroughbred mare, Cecilia. Um, and, you know, flashing back, as you'll see later in the show, the, we didn't say this when we were talking though, Ocala was a selection trial for the Pan Am game. So, You'll see yeah. those interviews with Bobby and Caroline talking about that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you said Jacob Fletcher. On yeah. And, Is uh, it on Fabian? Yes. And don't forget the defending champion from last year's for short. Who was? Dan, Dan Cridle, right? Or Cridle? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Dan on Carmango. Um, so we'll see if Dan can repeat. I'm sure he will be just having loads of people cheering him on it was like uh he was like the beatles last year walking around there. well that's because that's because you know why because dan cradle is the nicest man in the world yep for sure i mean he's modest he's just the you know I, if you don't know dan make sure you go meet him because he's just a really nice guy and now you all have an excuse to go meet him because you can say dan 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 
Sign my John and Rich show t-shirt. Exactly. That I got at exactly. I Love My Horse Tax Store. So remember, everybody, we I know we've been talking of maybe a little bit in riddles. The shirts are there to pick up at I Love My Horse. You get them, take with you a black a marker. Yeah, and, you got to provide your uh, own marker. Yeah, we didn't promote those. And then go yeah. get as many signatures from four and five star writers as you can. Yeah. All right. So listen, you guys got to get on the road. Um Joel's going to be mad at us because we went way over, but whatever, Joel, you're fine. Um, So you get on the road. I'm going to be heading out um, super early on Tuesday morning as everybody's listening and watching this. We'll all be there cheering on. It'll be uh, be Thursday night. Thursday night. Yep. Um, So make sure you guys get your shirts. Make sure you have fun. If you see Rick or I say hello, we um, would love to talk to you guys and we will be, I'm going to try to get some interviews. I'm not sure if we'll post them on the YouTube and Facebook page ahead of time, or if we'll wait and play them in the next show. We'll kind of see how that goes, and, but we'll get some stuff. And I'm going to add this. I think people, Lucinda Green's going to be there. I think you should try to get Lucinda Green's signature too. Oh yeah. That could be like the bonus. We could do a bonus. Yeah. Something bonus for Lucinda. Yeah. You get, you get bonus points. Um, I don't know All what right. those points are good for, but they're bonus points. So <laughs> let's take a break. And yep. then we're going to be right back with, Catherine Coleman. Catherine Coleman. Yes, thank you. And yep. it will be in our Equibrew segment. So it is. Yeah. Equibrew. You guys just please hang tight. Check out our sponsors. Again, make sure you check out all of our sponsors that are in the vendor area there. I love my horse and jump for joy for sure. And if there's any others that we've missed, we apologize. Um, but you guys should all be sponsors of the John and Rick show because we're rad. All right. Thank you. Uh, see you on the other side of the break. Want to advertise on the John and Rick show? Contact John at 352-875-8622 or call Rick at 850-879-2649. I Love My Horse Eventing Boutique has been serving event riders for nine years with its mobile trailer. They have traveled up the East Coast and as far west as Montana. We look forward to seeing you all at their 30x30 booth in spot 108 on the main floor at the Land Rover Kentucky three-day event. They have many items including breeches, tall boots, helmets, show coats, show shirts, equine books, horse feed advisors, and are your complete cross-country supply center. Brands like Shockamo, Good Rider, Fair Play, RJ Classic, Castle, Nunfinder, Brands of Q, KER Feed, Trafalgar Square, Nuke Feed, Tonics, and Eco Gold. Plus, guys, don't forget, this is the place to go to get your John and Rick Show shirt to be able to get all the autographs so that you can win the grand prize of coming on the John and Rick Show. Make sure you check out I Love My Horse. It's going to be a great time. For a horse owner on the road, your trailer is essential. No one enjoys being stuck on the road. At Horse Trailer Pros, we repair, renovate, and maintain all makes and models of horse trailers. We work directly with your insurance company or manufacturer for warranty repairs and insurance claims. Our state-of-the-art facility provides quick turnaround and friendly customer service. Considering a living quarter conversion, we do those too. Find comfort on the road with Horse Trailer Pros. Call or text 352-804-2131, horsetrailerpros.com. Hey, it's John here. I just want to let you guys know I got back from schooling at Magnolia Sands Farm here in Ocala, Florida. Their cross-country field is perfectly suited for a first outing on a young horse or schooling your upper-level horse. Magnolia Sands offers over 110 jumps ranging from starter to intermediate, plus multiple banks, ditches, and waters. They're constantly updating their courses and have even added new ditches and a starter ditch wall. Conveniently located in Northeast Ocala, Magnolia Sands has made it easy for riders and trainers with online waivers, Venmo, and PayPal, and even offer a golf cart for guests. MagnoliaSandsFarm.com Equibrew, now available in the USA. It's a live probiotic that you feed daily to your horses. The live microbes go into your horse's gut and cleans up the gut wall, creating a healthy gut system. Equibrew is an essential part of my feeding program. My horses love to eat it, and it does a really good job of promoting gut health and also good behavior and great performances. It's something I recommend for all of your horses, no matter what they do in their careers. It's so affordable, I can use it on all of my horses in the barn, not just my top horses. Order Equibrew today by going to BrickfieldNutrition.com or calling 850-879-2649. 
Welcome back to the John and Rick Show, brought to you by Horse Trailer Pros. We are so excited that we're joined today with Catherine Coleman. She's over in England. This is our Equa Brew segment, also Pet Brew. Um, so everybody out there, it's a live probiotic. It's awesome for horses. And now we now carry the Pet Brew. I know, John, you've started it. But Max we'll talk about- loves it, Rick. He is That's- like all about it. He actually eats all his food now, which is pretty remarkable. He's getting fat. Oh, good. Yeah. Awesome. Catherine, thanks for joining us. Of course. Good to see you guys. Good to see you. So yeah, exciting, exciting times for you. Um, you are getting prepared to go to badminton. And before we talk about that, let's just say Catherine Coleman is a U.S. rider, uh, represented us on three Nations Cups, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And you are based in England, and also you have a farm in Wellington, so you're like well traveled. So <laughs> here you go. Tell us, tell us about what's going on. I know badminton's on your list uh, in May, so tell us what's happening. It is. Um, it's actually been a bit of a nightmare um, preparation for badminton. Uh, I was in Florida and came back earlier than I normally would have, um, kind of first of March with the idea of getting the horse back on the hills, because obviously it's pretty flat in Florida um, (laughs) for conditioning. And it snowed the day after I got back here and has been raining ever since. And all of the events have been canceled. Um, So he has now had, just this past weekend, we had to go straight into the four star at Burnham Market. So he had no prep runs for that. And um, that will be the one and only run we have before badminton. Uh, wow. So, so it, that's that's pretty daunting, isn't it? What, tell us the horse. I know it's Sid. Tell the horse that you're going to badminton on. So it's his proper name is Monbeg Senna. And I've had him since a six-year-old. Um, I got him from Aoife Clark. She's an Irish rider. And she started him. Uh, do a lovely job with him and so I've had it he's 13 now so I've I've produced him up the levels and had him for he's kind of an old glove if you will um he's a super super jumper um he was luckily felt really good at Burnham Market was really on his lines picking up the jumps really well so but that kind of gave me the confidence I needed um there have been mild panic attacks along the way as everything's getting canceled, but uh, he was just amazing on the weekend. And um, he's, I've gotten him, I've had to get him, you know, it's always a bit daunting going into your first five star because you never really know um, what you're going to have come minute 11. Um, and he, he is a little bit, he's just, I would say kind of quickness is his, his weakness at the minute. Um, he spends a lot of time in the air because uh, he jumps so well and like to see how high he can jump. And going into it, um, I'm, you know, like I said, I've been working that fitness really hard and working, thinking that, oh, I want, you know, I want to get him quicker, get him quicker. And with the prep we've had in a way, it's, it's almost a good thing because it's just taken all the pressure off. Um, and I haven't had the, I'm at a new farm. I just finished my building my farm here in the UK. So I'm on all new, it's new gallops and new terrain, which is, which is a bit hard. You know, you're so used to getting them fit on a certain gallops. I, I don't have the gallops I normally have. So I've been a little bit um, unsure about where we're at. And I haven't had those, you need kind of need the runs building up to say, oh, okay, he felt super fit or this, you know, to kind of gauge where you are. Um, so without that, now I'm just, you know, it's his first five star. We, I just want to finish and um, and bring him home safely. And it is, it's badminton, obviously. And there's already, the whispers are starting to go around um, about Eric and his course and using the new grounds and, and getting creative, which always makes me nervous when I hear that Eric's getting creative. <laughs> so we'll see. Oh, Rick, you're muted. John, pop in there and ask for some questions there. I know um, you've probably got a lot right on your mind after she just said about the courses and the whispers. Go ahead. Yeah. So I'm actually interested uh, because that's the first time hearing of it because, you know, um, we're not right in the thick of the eventing season over in the UK, over here in the US. We're kind of doing our thing. So you said there's new ground. So what's going on with that? 
So he's he's using a new part of the park, apparently, that hasn't been used before. Um, and I've heard that the, the water jump uh, is going to be quite significant this year as well. So um, like I said, they're just, you know, they're starting to be whispers um, about the course, which is... Wow. Which is normal. So that's cool. And the panic yeah, setting in, which means you're yeah. going to be riding awesome. Um, so just take us back to this weekend and Burnham Market, because I know, like you said, it's been a real issue over there. The weather has not been cooperating. Mm-hmm. Um, and you did have a good result, it looked like. Like you had a good clear show jump around and you were clear on the cross country with just a little bit of time. Was it really wet there? It it, it was actually. And they, they can't... They, canceled some of the intermediate I had two other intermediate horses there doing the national class that got canceled um so they were really trying to save the ground uh for the advanced and the four-star classes so they could get those badminton horses can have a run uh which was really good of them and they, they moved the show jumping they had to move the show jumping on top of a hill um to kind of get it out of the wet ground so they they tried really they did a really great job of, of getting us the best footing that they could um, they also delayed the times in the four star to later on the day on Sunday so that the, the ground had a little bit more time to dry out. And it was actually perfect. Um, it got a little deep and a little cut up at the end, but, you know, it was it was pretty, pretty good going um, as a prep run. So it, it can get a little hard, actually, sometimes at Burnham Market. So we didn't have that problem. <laughs> no issues there. Um, yeah, no issues so then there. I know. At the time of that we're recording this, we still have like what, like two weeks till badminton, I believe. Um, have you looked ahead at what the forecast is and sort of starting to play that game with like what's the ground going to be like there? Do you have any ideas? No, this, I mean, predicting the weather over here is it's going to be wet. I I hope it's we're all crossing our fingers and hoping that it's going to start drying out any minute. We we were promised a heat wave this week. Um, but the heat wave has been, you know, 60 degrees and still kind of raining. So it's not exactly what I would call a heat wave. <laughs> um, but the weather is starting to turn. It is getting a bit better. Um, we should, we are predicted to have a bit, you know, some drier weeks if that holds. So fingers crossed. So for I that. will just tell you, I'm looking at your forecast and it looks like the next couple of days, you only have like a 10 or 20% chance of rain. And then it looks like England. It looks pretty wet and soggy. So, oh, but then actually that's only for a few days and then it gets better again. So maybe you'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> We've had, uh, like- it's a- April in this country is, is interesting. We had, um, I did a, just a dressage kind of unaffiliated thing and it was literally, the sun would come out and it was actually pretty warm. And then the sun would go away and it would be sleeting and hailing and freezing. And then the sun would come out. So you'd have all four seasons in one day which we have kind of a lot of. well that's when we say Catherine that April showers bring May flowers so mm-hmm. that's that's why it's more like <laughs> April sleet and frigid <laughs> bring, so bring June flowers pale just like pelting you you're like oh <laughs> I know right in your face well then do you miss Wellington right now Yes, I'm already like next year. I think maybe I'll shoot for Kentucky and just stay in Florida. <laughs> right. Well, tell yeah. us about that. The pe- people listening know. I know you have a beautiful farm in. It's outside of Marlboro, right? Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Um, last time I was there, uh, you were building a cupboard or an indoor. Did that get finished? That is being finished at the end of this week. And I tell you what, I've been riding by it. It's the, they've been doing the drainage and the footing kind of since I got back and the, the, the roof is there. And I've been riding by it every day in the sleet and the rain, like looking over <laughs> me, like, oh, it's going to finish right when the sun comes out. Typical. I can attest to the fact that your farm is beautiful there and we love coming in. Oh, thank you. You. Um, yeah. And we missed that you moved out of Ocala. I know. We need to get you back to Ocala to visit soon. Um, and I want to actually, that's a great little teaser there, Rick, because I want to get into that little bit of move from Ocala down to Wellington, but we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and we're going to find about, find out about your adventures and a huge thank you. Yes. Let's, uh, 
Huge thank you to Pet Here, Brew. Here's Pet Brew, also <laughs> Equibrew. It's a live probiotic. Y'all get yours by ordering at the bottom. Yeah. All right. Which is, what is that? Brickfieldnutrition.com. You got it. Look at you go. Man, I'm a marketing genius. All right, Catherine, <laughs> if you'll hang tight for a minute, we're going to take a break, check in with our sponsors, and we will be right back. Perfect. Equibrew, now available in the USA. It's a live probiotic that you feed daily to your horses. The live microbes go into your horse's gut and cleans up the gut wall, creating a healthy gut system. Equibrew is an essential part of my feeding program. My horses love to eat it, and it does a really good job of promoting gut health and also good behavior and great performances. It's something I recommend for all of your horses, no matter what they do in their careers. It's so affordable, I can use it on all of my horses in the barn, not just my top horses. Order Equibrew today by going to BrickfieldNutrition.com or calling 850-879-2649. Grant Showalter has over 15 years of equine bodywork and saddle fitting experience. His technique allows him to identify and alleviate tightness in muscles. He uses trigger point massage to release points of restriction. Grant has over a decade of experience fitting and adjusting a wide variety of saddles. His expertise in equine physiology coupled with a thorough understanding of the importance of a properly fitted saddle allows him to quickly identify and correct any balance issues. Grant can also adjust your saddle on site. Grant works on all of my competition horses and I have noticed a significant improvement in their performance at competitions and their overall way of going. Grant's based in Ocala, Florida year-round but regularly travels to the surrounding areas. For more information or to schedule an appointment, call 484-639-4454. Hi, my name's Leslie Law, and we are a proud supporter of Jump for Joy. We've been using their portable cross-country jumps now for about 10 to 15 years. We love these jumps because, as you can see, they're very easy to move, and we don't need to take another person on the other side, and I could place this fence wherever I wanted to very easily. Welcome back to the John and Rick Show, brought to you by Horse Trailer Pros, and we are still in our badminton preview here. We are with the one and only American hotshot, Catherine Coleman, getting ready to go around badminton with, we have to say, your fellow countrymen, Lauren Kiefer, and who was the other one? Lillian. Lillian Hurd, sorry. Lillian Hurd Wood. Sorry, Lillian. I was gapping there for a second. So yeah, so we've got like... Uh, girl power heading into badminton. I think we're going to have a great result from the three of you. So uh, that's exciting. And uh, Lillian's actually coming and staying with me for a couple of days prior. And then we're, we're riding together. So I'm excited about that as well. Awesome. Great. Well, uh, I'll hope that the indoor is done in time for Lillian. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I think it will be the end of this week, apparently. So fingers crossed. Perfect. Perfect. You can do your last gallop in there because it's going to be so wet from all the rain. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, um, forget so. Your, don't forget your segue. Oh. So the o Ocala to, to. Yeah. So Ocala. Catherine, that's what I want to get to. We were um, just at the end of the last segment, we were talking about how you had moved down to Wellington. You had had a place here in Ocala and then cashed in made tons of money on it, I'm sure. And you moved further south down to Wellington, still a, uh, a Florida girl, but what sort of, what pushed you to make that move? Um, for me, it was my dressage trainers down in Wellington. And I also have a younger sister that show jumps. Um, and she's down in Wellington. So kind of a little bit of a family pull there as well. But um, for me, I found I was trying to do like the six months, six months um, and coming over and eventing. And it just, it wasn't working for my horses. Like I was, I was coming back over here and having to put all the wheels back on. And um, I just decided that when I went to America, I actually didn't want to do any eventing. It just takes the horses too long to adjust to the ground. Um, and so it works this way where I just, I go over three months, miss the worst of the winter here, which nothing happens over here in the winter. Um, and, and really hone in on my show jumping and my dressage, um, and, you know, kind of prep them that way and then kind of focus on keeping the eventing and the galloping, um, in this country over here. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's a good point about the ground. It is so different here and, um, <laughs> 
not necessarily better, um, but it's so different. Yeah. And I've, I don't know about you, Rick, but I've discovered sometimes like just even when I buy young horses, if I bring them over and I just put them right to it and start working them immediately, not all the time, but really, very often yeah, they will struggle. Yeah, really we've, we've been very lucky. I think even um, Elisa got a horse the same place. You got one, the Lisa Nora uh, quality mare. And she's gotten the Rinkham Corsair and then the Telemori Fifi. We've been lucky, but we're located in a part of Ocala where on her property, the soil is pretty good. So, you know, the adjusting is, is better. But yeah, I think it was a smart move for you because I knew you had challenges. So tell us about your stint down in Wellington. I saw that you were doing pretty good. You were doing the meter 35 with Sid and um, some dressage stuff. So did you enjoy that three months that you were here? How many do you bring over? Yeah, do you know what? I, I really did actually. And even the ground I found just from Ocala down to Wellington, because you're kind of that little bit lower, but, um, the ground was was amazing. It's it's a lot softer, um, yeah. even yet. And I'm quite lucky where I am in Wellington. I've got a, a ten acre field that I've put some cross country in. Um, and I'll actually I actually have to say it's I was this winter kind of really played around with getting really creative with some lines and and building um, some. Eric built the course for me, he did an amazing job there, um, Eric Bull. And uh, I feel, because I haven't been able to do, I've done, I've, you haven't, the cross country schooling um, venues haven't even been open here. So really I've had one cross country schooling day since I've been here. And I think getting to work him in that field and do those lines that I set up over the winter um, were really beneficial um, and prepped him really well. Um, so, and then, the, yeah, I mean, they just, it's wonderful. What I love about Wellington is you do have such kind of the mecca of um, really your, your top show jumpers and your top dressage riders. And um, I had some lessons with Lauren Huff um, and Catherine Bateson, who's on the, the U.S. dressage team is um, my dressage coach. So it just, there is so much knowledge there and right. um, going to West, it's great to get them in that atmosphere um and you can do the you know the meter 35 show jumping in, in quite a big atmosphere they've got um they also have a really good kind of um i guess like an unaffi unaffiliated series as well over there so you don't have to go to WEF. um they have a, a show jumping series that's a lot more low-key and kind of you know cheaper on a, on a tuesday and there's just there's so much going on down there in wellington i, I really enjoy that aspect of it yeah, the, the sad part is, though, you moved right before World Equestrian Center opened, right? So have I know, you been able to... this is true. This is very true. <laughs> have you been able to come up and see it? Um, I have seen it, yes. Um, yeah. um, I'm very impressed. They seem to have delivered on all of their promises, which is, is wonderful um, to see that that happened. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, we're having a great time here. We do miss having you because it was fun when you were here and it seems like we just all kind of migrated. But um, so in your final preps, and I know Lucinda Green and Lissa and all of them are around you. Are, are, they, are they like helping you stand up and keep moving forward as you get ready for badminton? Yeah, they're, they're great, those two. Um, they're definitely a wonderful support. And Lucinda is obviously a wonderful wealth of knowledge and, um, and experience. Um, I also, uh, Yogi Preisner has been helping me a lot. Um, and also some of, you know, just tucking in with some of those other really talented British coaches over here. Um, Dickie has been helping me with my show jumping. Um, so it's... Um, you know, those are kind of huge confidence boost lessons and, and yeah, it's going well. So that's awesome. I know John, um, we have Kentucky the week before, so we're, it's going to be two full weeks of five stars. So we're excited for you, Catherine. You know, I, I'm glad you had last minute notice of coming on. So thanks for making the time to get on here. Sure, no problem. So do we want to talk or mention your uh, other venture? Catherine? Oh yeah, let's talk about Ready Stuff. Uh, yeah, so that's um, a supplement company that um, Didi Verdina and I started, um, 
and it's just kind of a supplements are uh, a little bit of a minefield I think um for you know being as a as a user you kind of really don't know you know what value when you look at the label the of a supplement like okay are these th- the correct values that my horse really needs is it going to make a difference you know are these supplements working um and so we just kind of you know created a line got together with a nutritionist over here um and created a range of supplements that um are you know that they have very high levels of your key ingredients and you know things that i know i know are going to make a difference and that i want to feed on my horse um so we started that several years ago um and and didi's kind of taken over most of it and um as i get busier in the season with the riding she kind of uh does the lion's share um of to do with the business but yeah no it's uh it's going well that's good and it's always nice when uh for me anyway i always value products for my horses that I know are being promoted or endorsed or run by people who actually use them. So that um, does help. I mean, it yeah. makes a huge difference just because exactly. if I assume if you, if you're using it and you think it's good stuff, it must be good stuff. So uh, yeah, well just tell everybody, check out ready sup. And uh, I appreciate you coming on the show and taking the yeah, time to, uh, Tell us all about badminton. Good luck in your last yeah, couple of you. gallops here. Um, Super. Keep them safe, but don't bubble wrap them. Just keep <laughs> rocking on. And um, <laughs> as we're airing this, we are actually on the Thursday of Kentucky. So we're hard focused on Kentucky over here, but we are so excited. I think it's the next weekend, right? Is badminton. And so we are so excited yeah. for badminton. And it's badminton. running funny this year because of the coronation. So they're doing uh, oh, Friday, wow. Saturday morning dressage um and then they're taking the saturday afternoon off for the coordination and then we actually are doing cross country on sunday and show jumping on monday wow i forgot that works about out that. great for me because i can have that sunday off and watch cross country then yeah <laughs> sweet very good well, all right and you'll have a, a new coordinated uh king on uh cross country day then we sure will <laughs> maybe he'll show well good luck Good luck, Catherine. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. All right. And everybody else hang tight because now we're going to shift gears back to Kentucky. Um, Rick and I are going to have some uh, great interviews coming up here in the next two segments with some uh, Kentucky competitors live and in person. So uh, hang tight and we will be right back. When I'm in the middle of my competition season, it's easy to get behind in my hydration or just feel exhausted. When that happens, I turn to Jumpstart IV Therapy. Jumpstart IV Therapy is a mobile therapy serving the state of Florida. Their team of healthcare professionals are there to help the equestrian athlete feel their best so they can perform their best. Their IV treatment of fluids, vitamins, minerals, and medicines will give you an exclusive advantage on and off your horse. Give them a call at 407-449-0532 or find them on the web at jumpstartivtherapy.com. Jump for Joy fences are easy to move, lightweight, durable, and low maintenance. We're out here on the cross country. We just finished over in the show jumping over the Jump for Joy fences. Had a great time schooling over them. They're really nice and easy to move, so we were able to adjust some things and really have the exact school that we needed thanks to the Jump for Joy fences. I love them. Order yours at jumpforjoyusa.com. Hey, it's John here. I just want to let you guys know I got back from schooling at Magnolia Sands Farm here in Ocala, Florida. Their cross-country field is perfectly suited for a first outing on a young horse or schooling your upper-level horse. Magnolia Sands offers over 110 jumps ranging from starter to intermediate plus multiple banks, ditches, and waters. They're constantly updating their courses and have even added new ditches and a starter ditch wall. Conveniently located in Northeast Ocala, Magnolia Sands has made it easy for riders and trainers with online waivers, Venmo, and PayPal, and even offer a golf cart for guests. MagnoliaSandsFarm.com Welcome back to the John and Rick Show, brought to you by Horse Trailer Pros. We are joined by the one and only Bobby Costello. Thanks for being with us. Good morning, Mr. Rick. So, hey, very good. good. I know. <laughs> hey, so tell me, uh, what is your title? <laughs> well, it's uh, I'm the uh, chef to keep and technical advisor of USCF eventing team, which is amazing and and so we've had some great results bobby with you at, at the helm and all the the supporters behind you um 
world championships went really well and now we're leading into uh, the Pan American Games. We're sitting here at the Ocala International Horse Trials, which is a selection trial. How's it going for you? It's going it's going well. It's been a it's been a good weekend. Hot, it's gorgeous right now, but um, hot and dry. They they really did try with the footing and did lots of aerating and um, some watering. Uh, it definitely still was a little bit firm, but you know they they definitely did a lot of work on it. So they tried to make it as good as possible. It's just a tough time of year when it's just a little bit dry and the heat starts to come. So um, yeah, so we're so you know Panam year is a little bit different because um, because we use both three uh, star and four star results uh, and five star uh, for Panam selection. So um, there's a lot more horses that, uh, that that need to be looked at. So um, you know, obviously, the, a three-star horse would have to be pretty spectacular and um, you know, and really well-ridden for, for it to make it all the way on to the Pan Am team. But um, the Pan Ams are, are going to be held at the three-star level for cross-country, but the but the dressage and show jumping will be a four-star test. So. Um, so any three-star horses, even the spectacular ones, will have to show form at a, at least a four-star short or advanced horse trial. So there's a lot of moving parts this um, this spring and uh, a lot of horses to look at. So we're still kind of in the thick of it. That That is true. And so with that being said, the Pan Am game applications just closed. Um, and so you have your list. And so that list must be pretty big because people were smart and got their their applications in this time. Yeah, absolutely. And and I encourage people to, you know, you know, to, to apply and apply on as many horses as you got, because you just never know. And it, you know, costs, I think maybe you have to pay an application fee for the first horse and then, and then that's it. So, and then um, just by applying, you know, the selectors watch you, um, you know, at, at the very least you're putting your name out there, you're being watched and um, in a good way and hopefully, and, um, and, you know, if, if anything, it's just good for the future as well. Yeah, I agree. And so also going on is I think the selections just came out for a Nations Cup over in Poland and France. Uh, you got the teams named for that. Uh, and so I, I do know you have a very good depth of horses and riders that you can look at now, which is great for the United States. And what is the goal for the Nations Cup over there? Uh, I think it's in July. Well, that's, you know, it will be great because they'll get, um, you know, the, the developing tier, the emerging athletes, um, much needed international experience. And, um, you know, it's going to be a, a great trip that's going to be headed up by the, the development coach, Leslie Law. So I don't know all the details of that event, but um, but uh, it's definitely a great opportunity. It's going to be a strong uh, contingent that we're going to send over there. So, um you know, that'll be really fun for those guys this summer and then that same group are then going to come unmounted to Aachen which is the next week in Germany and just be there and be part of the team and you know walk the courses and and just see that is an amazing competition and it has all the disciplines not just eventing but dressage and show jumping and even driving and um so it's just an amazing event and every every class there is of the highest caliber so it'll be great for those guys to to you know come and just be part of that because you know the first time I went there I was blown away so um yeah that that's terrific and so you are keeping super busy right now because you have Ocala you you have Kentucky next week mm -hmm. uh five star are you heading over to badminton I am not heading over to badminton I think we only have a couple um riders there which which is not necessarily the reason why I'm not going. It's just like we, like, unfortunately, like anything, our budget is, you know, is not uh, infinite. So, um, so I have to kind of pick and choose where where it's where my time is going to best be spent. And you know, the the two riders over there have very strong teams behind them, and so I will be watching along with everybody else, and then try on the next weekend um, after wow. Babin. So it's a, yeah, it's a really really fun busy time of year. It goes fast. So uh, talking about the Pan Am Games, people out there, it's in Chile at Santiago in Chile, yes. and um, that's in October. I believe it's the week after. Fair Hill. I mean, sorry, You're, Maryland. Yep, you are correct. And yeah, quite late this year. So, you know, the, the final selection trial for this isn't even till Rebecca Farm in July. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a, a ways away still. But um, like all these things, it seems to all of a sudden will be upon us. So exactly. So, Bobby, I mean, the big thing that I think you kind of were pointing out is the world championships went really well. We were with Silver for the team. And that gives the United States, I think, an opportunity for the 
first time in a while to use the Pan Am games for second tier horses or, or riders, not really second tier riders, but just being able to develop a team atmosphere. And I know you're going to choose the best team that you need for the Pan Am games, but it is an opportunity that we've never really had. Yeah, before. I like to think about it, not really second tier, but 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 like the up and coming really you know spectacular right. young horses um because no doubt we're going to the panams with every intention of winning and dominating the medals there so <laughs> we're not sending any duds that's for sure um and yeah absolutely i mean i think it would be great if someone showed form if someone that's up and coming is showing form good enough to be on that team i would be so excited about that and um you know the, the nice thing is that we also do have a lot of these developing trips that are coming along so we are getting those people bad experience but i would love it if if um if there was a spot on that team for for someone you know to kind of bring them into the senior ranks and um it's a great opportunity to do that but you know we just have to see who like you know who shows what um through the at these selection trials and um and just see what you know what the selectors have in mind well I luckily i don't have to make those decisions anymore <laughs> <laughs> i know you're not a selector you're now, right. now the coach or the chef to keep so thanks for taking the time at Ocala International because I know you can, you're going to go get busy and watch the show jump for yes. the three-star. The jog just finished here. Everybody out there, uh, join us later for another interview with Caroline Martin. Thanks a lot. For a horse owner on the road, your trailer is essential. No one enjoys being stuck on the road. At Horse Trailer Pros, we repair, renovate, and maintain all makes and models of horse trailers. We work directly with your insurance company or manufacturer for warranty repairs and insurance claims. Our state-of-the-art facility provides quick turnaround and friendly customer service. Considering a living quarter conversion, we do those too. Find comfort on the road with Horse Trailer Pros. Call or text 352-804-2131, horsetrailerpros.com. Grant Showalter has over 15 years of equine bodywork and saddle fitting experience. His technique allows him to identify and alleviate tightness in muscles. He uses trigger point massage to release points of restriction. Grant has over a decade of experience fitting and adjusting a wide variety of saddles. His expertise in equine physiology coupled with a thorough understanding of the importance of a properly fitted saddle allows him to quickly identify and correct any balance issues. Grant can also adjust your saddle on site. Grant works on all of my competition horses, and I have noticed a significant improvement in their performance at competitions and their overall way of going. Grant's based in Ocala, Florida year-round, but regularly travels to the surrounding areas. For more information or to schedule an appointment, call 484-639-4454. I Love My Horse Eventing Boutique has been serving event riders for nine years with its mobile trailer. They have traveled up the East Coast and as far west as Montana. We look forward to seeing you all at their 30 by 30 booth in spot 108 on the main floor at the Land Rover Kentucky three-day event. They have many items including breeches, tall boots, helmets, show coats, show shirts, equine books, horse feed advisors, and are your complete cross-country supply center. Brands like Shockmo, Good Rider, Fair Play, RJ Classic, Castle, Nunfinder, Brands of Q, KER Feed, Trafalgar Square, Newt Feed, Tonics, and Eagle Gold. Plus, guys, don't forget, this is the place to go to get your John and Rick Show shirt to be able to get all the autographs so that you can win the grand prize of coming on the John and Rick Show. Make sure you check out I Love My Horse. It's going to be a great time. Welcome back to the John and Rick Show, brought to you by Horse Trailer Pros. We are here with Caroline Martin. Are you going by that stuff? Just for a little bit longer. It's going to be for Moochu soon. <laughs> there we Moochu. go. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. And congratulations because you just won the CCI three-star at Ocala in the selection trial for the Pan Am Games. Yes. So tell us about it. Yeah, I'm really excited. You know, it's always there's extra pressure. Um, I would say this is one of the first times I'm possibly in position about thinking about Pan Ams. So I had a little bit more pressure than normal, but they all performed really well um, on young horses, but they're all phenomenal. Yeah, it was a it was a tough show jump um, course. There was only six double clears. You were seven of jump clears. Yeah. You had one little second. Hey, yeah. It's still one. Um, what tell us about Chris Barnard's course out there? It was it was tough. Yeah, no, I love Chris's designing. You know, you always know he's more of a forward designer. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's the thing that really suits me and my horses. You know, I like to go and go out there and tack the whole courses. Um, but again, it's the first long of the year. So a lot of the horses, we all have to remember, okay, they're a little bit more tired. It was very hot yesterday. 
Um, the courses weren't particularly long, but the heat takes that much out of them. So it's difficult. So it right. may stay, you know, hard on us right. and the horses. And they all look great, by the way. And you've, yeah. I mean, over the years, you, you switched uh, from being a young rider yeah. into a, being an adult rider and yeah. have done an amazing business. Thank you. You're doing really, really well. I think I was one of the first persons to buy Ingo Mar if you're yes, first, yeah. first over. So that was really cool. And I think Shannon Lilly owns Ideal. Yep, yep, um, exactly. So another congratulations, because I talked to Bobby this morning. We already know that the Nations Cup in Poland and France, Yep. you were attending. Yes. That's super. So what do yeah. you think about that? Who's going? Who's on the team with the horses? So I'm riding a horse called HSH Blake. He was fifth this weekend. Um, and then the other riders on the developmental squad right now are Jenny Karras, uh, Andrew McConnon, and... Um, I know the one you're trying to grab. Well, I don't know why my brain... Cassie Sanger. Cassie Sanger. Thank so you. sorry, Cassie. I'm so excited to be on <laughs> team with her. I love that girl. And then the reserves are Mia Farley. I think she yeah. has a couple and then somebody And Allie Knowles. Yep, yeah. correct. Yeah. So that's going to be a fun trip. It's in July. Um, you're going to be going over, you're getting prepared. Are you going up to Kentucky or is Kentucky not on the list this year? No, sadly, Kentucky's on the list for me. I have a bunch of eight-year-olds going advanced. Right. So, you know, it's one of those tough decisions that, you know, wait out this year. And then hopefully right. going forward, I'll have a horse every year for Kentucky. Um, so we're just, I'm going to try on. I have two newer rides called Double 16, and she's the one doing the three long at try on. Also, right. hopefully Pan Am potential horses. Um, and I'll go to Pennsylvania, have a little bit of a break, and then I'm hoping to actually go to my business partner, Paul Hendrick's place in Holland before Stragon. I was just so, going to ask you that. Yeah. So yeah. look, it's, um, and we're talking about all these great eight-year-olds, but what a string yeah. that Thank you have. You. I mean, you've been yeah. doing fantastic. And you went over to Europe last year for a longer stint. You went like six, six months. months. Yeah. So how was that in in any transition on, on your riding? I mean, you've always rode beautiful, but did anything over there help you coming yeah, back here tremendously pippa is like the biggest mentor like i haven't i feel bad i haven't called her yet about connor doing well <laughs> but i talk to her at least every week right you know at least once a week um the biggest thing i learned about in england was you know the past couple of years i've been really focusing on my business which i'm really grateful and i've built relationships with kelly hutchison and paul Hendricks and amel spadone and i've gotten a really good group of owners actually through the sales right but I, sales were taking over my business a little bit too much. So I've taken a step back. I've hired Lee Mayer, who has a visa. And so he's running the sales program for me now, which is taking a ton off my plate. Right. So now I can just focus on riding my upper level horses. Now I have a big business. Like we have 50 horses, up to 50 horses at any time. But I can I can really mostly focus on riding. And, it, and it's showing. Because I, I understand yeah. what you're saying. Because you had Captain Island Jack. Yep. Uh, and The Apprentice, which you got was sold yeah. a while back and we sold actually islandwood i have um an owner gail davis she's taking the ride on him now that's fantastic yeah, yeah but it's showing what you've done and and i think the trip over to, to england really really yeah. benefited you and i yeah. i can see i you know that i love you i mean <laughs> <laughs> so i'm always there rooting for you. you your mom and dad are always there and yeah. your mom's fun to watch i was out on cross country actually you <laughs> and briggs were out at the same time Aww. and she goes how does this always happen to us i was like <laughs> Well, number one, your daughter has a lot of horses. <laughs> and number two, Briggs does have two. But, yeah. um, so congratulations. I know Bobby is excited for everybody, but I, I know because the, the HSH Blake was yeah. second at Lee Leon last year, right? He was, uh, no, he was, I believe, six. Six? Okay, yeah, well, yeah, okay, yeah. let's yeah, go with yeah, six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, just good showings there, and you're going yeah. to go back this year as well. That's the goal, you know, again, with Pan Ams, everything's a little bit up, uh, in, the, up in the air. So, right. you and know, that's my biggest focus. I've done, you know, I think about 10 Nations Cup teams now, right. So, but I've never made a senior team. So my goal with my horses is it's, it's Pan that. Ams, hopefully. Just give it the best shot we can. So I think that's a good point because the Pan Ams are a little bit later this year. It yeah, kind of throws because Maryland's coming up and then Pan yeah. Ams in there and then you, there's all kinds of stuff happening. Yeah. So. Look, congratulations. Thank you. you did your job. You did great. Thank um, you. I know you were first, fifth, and then the king. Yeah, seventh. I seventh. Think. Hey, yeah. Yeah. three in the top ten. Yeah. Can't go bad. Congratulations. Thank and you. we look forward to seeing Caroline perhaps make that Pan Am team. Hopefully. <laughs> Thank you. Well, John, wasn't that a great interview? Yeah, thanks for catching uh, Caroline. I'm glad that she took the time to do that. Well, she beat you know, me. it was really... I, 
it's weird. You know, sometimes it doesn't work out so well because, you know, your best intentions are to get these interviews. And she um, had a lot of horses going on. And I saw her before she went. She goes, it could just wait until I'm finished. And sometimes, you know how that is. It's tough. But I had happened to hook all my stuff up and I was leaving. And I saw her and Dennis going into the tack room. And I was like, boom. Of course, she was changing. I had to wait until she changed and she came out. But what a great girl. And I hope you enjoyed her interview, guys. We're in Kentucky. John, I'm seeing you soon. We've had a great show. What do you have to say as we close? Um, Good job, Caroline. Whatever. (laughs) 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 I love it. She's going to love that. All yeah, right. exactly. Everybody no, she was this. awesome. Good job. I can't wait to be in Kentucky. We'll see you there very soon. Um, it's going to be a great weekend. What is it? The best weekend all year? We screwed it up on the t-shirts, but it's the best weekend all year or something. I, you know, we we did. We gave it our own name. Yeah, we did a good job. We've got our own thing going on. Yes. Kentucky. Damn it. Yeah. All right. all right, cool. We'll catch you guys at Kentucky. We have an awesome show for you guys today. The greatest event of all time. Good news for the sport.